Think about a time you've come across someone who possesses something special. Imagine taking ordinary topics and viewing them through their lens. Welcome to Success Shorts, insights that challenge us to be extraordinary. Let's go. Chanel, and today we're joined by Noah Zandon. Noah is the CEO and founder of Quantified Communications, and he's also a TED speaker and author of Insights into Influence, the strategies, tactics, and secrets of world-class leaders and social scientists. Noah, it's a pleasure. Hey, Earl, it's great to be here. Appreciate you having me. I think we're in for a treat today. But first, as always, let's play two truths and a lie to get to know you a bit better. But I must warn you, I just watched your TED talk on how to spot a liar, so I'm hoping I can figure it out. Let's hear what you got. All right, good luck. Number one, I was asked to star in a reality TV show on the Disney Channel at the age of 15. Number two, I have a book coming out that Sheryl Sandberg and Adam Grant just endorsed. And number three, my mom is an identical twin, and my wife and I just had identical twins. All right, so I know you have a book coming out, so I'm going to take that off the list right off the bat. And Adam's the one who recommended you to me, so I think we're good there. As far as the reality show on Disney and the identical twins, geez, I'm going to say that it's the identical twins that's the lie. You're right. My mom is actually an identical twin, but my wife and I had a fraternal twins. So we were very curious how the genetics were passed down. But yeah, we ended up with boy-girl twin and not identical twins. Well, that was a fun spin on the lie, uh, definitely. And the reality Disney show. I want to hear more about that at another time. (laughs) But what are you really here to talk with us about today? I want to talk about my personal journey, taking uh, an interesting journey in life towards really studying human behavior uniquely and some of the things that I've learned along the way. Excellent. And I can't wait to hear more. So long story short, when did you begin to realize the importance of effective communication and human behavior? And how did you begin to foster that? I started my career on Wall Street and I had one of those jobs where you're sleeping under your desk and preparing these pitch books to a state of perfection. Uh, every detail, every number, every assumption, you know, very, very validated. And when we would take these books and go share them with the management team to go out on a roadshow, you know, for an IPO presentation or a debt offering, I was really surprised that it felt like the balance of how much time we were spending preparing the materials versus thinking about how to deliver the materials, it didn't make sense to me. You know, I had taken one public speaking class in college, and I knew from that class and and just general curiosity that the way that you say something is as important, if not more important, to how people make decisions as to what you say. And it seemed off that on Wall Street, where literally a billion dollars is on the line as part of a roadshow, that we spent a ton of time thinking about what we said and not as much time thinking about how we said it. And that stuck with me. I thought about, huh, I'm not getting any personal development in the area of communications. And even all the way up to the top of my firm, we are under indexing on how people deliver messages for impact. And I was curious why. I noticed that a lot in my own line of work as well. And I'm really interested to hear more about where you're going with this. And to say that you focused on effective communication is a vast understatement. So I'm curious how all of this has impacted you since that initial epiphany and where you've taken that professionally to become more effective and to help bring others along the way. So I have a quantitative background. I studied econometrics in college. I've always liked math and science. And so I was on this career track from Wall Street, 
private equity to the business school, you know, your fairly typical kind of finance leadership track. But this problem stuck with, right? This issue of two things. One, why don't we think about how we communicate these really critical messages where so much money is on the line more? And then two, why aren't they teaching me that? Because if I look at what the leaders of my firms are doing, they're all really good at building relationships. They're all really good at creating trust and rapport, and they're inspirational leaders. And how do I learn how to do that? And so I got to graduate school, and you know, the problem persisted for me. We could look up to these great leaders that communicate brilliantly on behalf of their companies and inspire trust and followership, but there's never been a, a clear path on how to do that. And I think part of the reason there hasn't been and really where I came to it was no one had ever studied it like a science. I mean, we've seen that in academia for, for years, but no one had ever taken a really applied science view to it. And so I thought, hmm, with my quantitative background, can I look at this like a research scientist, like a behavioral scientist, and could potentially I discover a way that people can become remarkable communicators from more of a roadmap, kind of quantifiable, repeatable perspective, as opposed to what I saw in the, in the space, which was a lot of general opinions and guidance that felt a little bit looser and more vice-based and opinion-driven, as opposed to hard science, which is what I love. And what I did was I sat down and I said, what does it mean to be an effective communicator? Uh, how can I define that problem from a science perspective and from a data perspective? And what I started doing was asking a ton of audiences questions. You know, do you like this person? Do you believe in this message? Would you buy this stock? Do you believe this leader? And what I started to understand was, you know, there's a, there's a general way that audiences respond to certain types of messages and delivery of those messages. And if I could figure out what people are doing in those pieces of communication, then I could start to answer. So what sorts of words create trust? How fast should I talk if I want people to remember me? How long should I talk, right? And starting to ask these really fundamental questions and do enough audience testing that if I could measure your behavior and I could measure the audience reaction, I could start to unlock new wisdom around what does it mean to be an effective community? And that would help me personally in my development, in my career. And I also believed at the time, and, and this has become more and more true over the years, that this could enable success in, the, in communications and in people's career development for millions of people. And that's really what's driven me to dedicate the last eight years of my life. It's definitely important work. And I mean, you think about the impact of being able to, to make that transition from being technically brilliant to being a good communicator. It's an art and you're taking a science and applying it to the art, which I think would actually help a lot of people make that transition a little bit more seamlessly as opposed to just saying, you have to switch between the sides of your brain instantly and make it work without really knowing how to do that. So when you think about all the people who are listening, there's going to be a good mix on both sides. What would be your guidance for them? I really love to share two things. One is when you're speaking, when you have a moment of communication, what's going on in your head is most likely about yourself, right? But if you think about what the audience is thinking, they're thinking about themselves. I love to say that audiences are selfish. And so if you can retrain your thought process to think, what does the audience want to hear as opposed to what do I want to say? That's the best piece of, of wisdom and guidance that I can give is if you can retrain how you prepare to speak and how you think about what success is, it's not, did I get my point across? It is, is the, have I impacted the audience, right? Did the audience get what they came for in this moment of connection? That's the strategy. Now, the biggest tactical advice I can give you is when we prepare to speak, we think a lot about content, right? We spend a lot of time thinking about what do I say? What's on the slides? What's in the memo that I need to get across? What is my message? 
What our audience is perceiving when you really dive in and start studying them is how was this message delivered? When we actually look at the percentages of that, 90% of what an audience sees is the delivery. And I'm talking about what you do with your voice, with, with your face, with your gestures, right? The nonverbal and vocal components of this are way more important from a takeaway perspective than the content. And so when people prepare to speak, they spend about 90% of their time thinking about the content and 10% thinking about how to deliver. If we flip that and people spend less time on their content and more time on how to deliver it, they can be remarkably more impactful and successful. That's phenomenal advice when you think about it from the standpoint that if you're thinking so much about the content that it completely outweighs your ability to communicate, it may mean that you have too much content to begin with. So by putting yourself in the audience's shoe, that allows you to start to think what part of that content is necessary as well, as opposed to just thinking about the content as something that has to be delivered. It's what's going to be absorbed, and then how do I deliver it? And I think that in itself is worthwhile. So if we pay attention to those two points, I think we can get to a better spot relatively easy. Well, that's all we have for today's episode of Success Shorts. Hopefully you found the topic useful, and remember, have fun, stay curious, and keep it short. Mm -hmm.